Well, hello, and welcome to The Insecurity Project. I'm your host, Jamin Fraser, and I am on a mission to end the unnecessary suffering caused by the fear of not being good enough. We've all got it. We've all got to work through it. But thankfully, there is a clear, intelligent, and complete solution to the insecurity problem, and that is what this project is all about. Hope you enjoyed today's program. G'day, friends. 10-minute Tuesday time again. Life is suffering. The sooner you come to terms with that idea and own that reality, uh, the less suffering you'll experience, actually, even though you will still experience suffering. You get to decide what kind of suffering you'll get to have. See, there is some suffering in life that uh, shouldn't be avoided. And even if we could avoid it, we'd, we'd choose not to in the long run. When it's all said and done, it is the hard stuff that's most meaningful. It's the things that caused us to push through, to find a way, to dig deep, to really see what we are capable of. That's the kind of stuff that we look back at with most most fondness and we're most proud of. It's working out how to be a great parent, even though you didn't know you had it in you. It's, It's discovering you did have the capacity to run a marathon, even though you were never naturally into fitness at school. It's working out that you did have a business idea that was worthwhile, even though the first three ones failed. Uh, It's it's discovering that you actually were the kind of person who could make a relationship last, even though you had a, a trail of broken relationships before this current one. It's to find a way through. And it's a it's a road full of suffering and hardship. Um, but it is what makes life beautiful. The stories we love watching in others are triumph over adversity. If someone is given an easy path, it is a boring story. No one is watching. No one cares. In fact, you probably resent it. Life is hard. Life is full of suffering. But if you can consider the fact that that is true for life, then you stop trying to avoid suffering. You just decide what kind of suffering you'd like. Because there is some suffering that is entirely avoidable and should be avoided by all means possible. There is some self-inflicted suffering that that is unnecessary. Suffering uh, by stupidity, suffering by being reckless. I'm convinced that insecurity falls in the category of unnecessary suffering. It causes an incredible amount of suffering in the world. Uh, you know, one of the stated intentions of the insecurity project is to end unnecessary suffering caused by insecurity. I watch people suffer for not knowing how to fix this. It becomes true. It becomes real. It becomes a prison. It becomes something that limits every area of their life. But it doesn't need to be like that. I had a client this week and, you know, it, I still, I say this all the time, but it is true. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. I pinch myself most days about the joy of getting to see people and encounter real hope. Just the privilege of it is privilege it is of doing that kind of work. Um, now, the difference between real hope and false hope is pretty important. False hope is wishing things will be better, but deep down knowing that they won't. It's hoping. It's a it's a lottery ticket. That's false hope. It's fantasizing. That's a false hope. And, and it actually worsens the situation because it just reinforces how unfair life is, how stuck you are, and how the fact that this is your lot and you better get used to it. So it's very detached from reality and it exacerbates the situation. Uh, real hope, on the other hand, is transformational. Real hope opens a way that has not previously existed. 
So for those of you who have not read my book, uh, the second half of the book, I talk about the three types of problems we encounter. The first is examples of hopelessness. And the interesting deconstruction of hopelessness is that it is always evidence of living with the illusion of no choice. Uh, the coaching corrective is always that we have, in fact, 100% choice. And, and more than that, we are exactly where we have chosen to be. So when it comes to insecurity, it's this incredible experience to go, hang on, insecurity is not hopelessness. That's, that is not how things work. You feel hopeless because you imagine you didn't choose this insecurity. It was given to you by what was said to you or done to you or not said to you or not done to you. So the moment you see you have no choice in this, then hope evaporates because what could you possibly do to change it if you didn't choose it in the first place? This is something you just have to handle and mask and medicate and run away from. However, the moment that you see that you're not the actor in the story, you're the storyteller, that you were the one who chose to respond to life situations, to what was said to you or not said to you, you were the one that responded. You were the one that attached meaning. You were the one that chose what that said about you and what that said about your future. So therefore, you created insecurity by the choices that you made. And that's not to say you're a bad person because those choices were made with good intentions at a time of of immaturity and lack of awareness and as a child you didn't have resources to make any different choices nevertheless you chose insecurity so if you are where you chose to be then all of a sudden you realize you could make other choices if you created this you can change it so the moment you realize that you get to choose then hope comes back if you've got five options about what you're going to do and all five of them uh not don't work well hope evaporates but if you've got uh, five options and you've only tried one well there's still hope right because the other four might work so hope is always linked to choice the moment you discover you have real choice real hope emerges and that was the experience of a client i had this week they went from being incredibly stuck to being incredibly hopeful in in just two weeks simply because they saw the role that they played in this Exciting for them because all of a sudden, insecurity moves into the realm of unnecessary suffering. My goodness, if I can choose a different story, I get to let go of this suffering. <laughs> See, that's, that's good news every day of the week and, and very exciting to watch happen. So to review in your own life, what suffering is happening right now? Uh, what suffering is caused by the fact that you are engaged in life, solving meaningful problems, working at what you're really capable of and having a crack? That's suffering that's, that's useful and suffering you, you will value in the long run, suffering that's adding value to your own life and to the world. Or is your suffering a result of deep, undermining fear of not being good enough that's causing you to pull back from the things that you want, to doubt your capacity for the things you're trying to achieve, to sabotage your own results, to weaken your own morale and motivation? Are you experiencing that kind of suffering? Because if so, it, it can and must be avoided and there is a way out of that. That is the intention of the insecurity project. So if you haven't already taken the insecurity test, I encourage people all the time to do that simply because it highlights the unnecessary suffering. It says, look at this, have a look at how insecurity is impacting you right now. Can you see the pain and cost you are enduring because this is still unaddressed in your life? 
You do not need to keep paying this. You do not need to keep suffering in this way. If you can understand that all insecurity is a work of fiction, you created it in the first place and you can solve it. There are seven essential practices for solving insecurity. It's the way everyone solves it. Excuse me, I just ripped my pen. Uh, it's how everyone has solved it throughout time. Uh, and so it's the way you'll solve it too. I hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. I hope you found the content and conversations useful. And remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around. For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out theinsecurityproject.com.